0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the BB Show. I'm your host, Biebs, once again joined by my co-host, Chen. And once again, graced by the presence of Mr. Jake. Uh, I don't even know, you know, Luke, Luke. for Luke, we say Luke got locked. I don't even know what to say for you. But uh, Jake, welcome back. We're here to recap your rule 57. And Jake, I'll toss you the floor right away. Your thoughts.
1: All right. So, so it's kind of a simple thought, simple takeaway. But for, for 48 minutes, roughly, uh, or 58 minutes, I should say, um, we were in for a classic Super Bowl, um, possibly one of the all-time great Super Bowls we've in probably in the last decade plus. Um, guaranteed the most exciting Super Bowl I've seen since the 2017 Eagles Super Bowl. So apparently the Eagles have a correlation with being an exciting Super Bowls. But um, that call, that last few minutes there – um, with the holding call, oh, we're diving right in. We got to dive right in. Um, I think we get this out of the way. We can talk about all the other good parts. Um, it was just not a correct call at the time of the game, especially I think there was a lot of other more egregious calls that weren't made, um, that would have changed the course of the game. Um, I think this was just kind of the Brady goat, um, Patrick Mahomes' GOAT kind of treatment. We're going to give him the ball in the final two minutes, let him get the the victory, let him kick the field goal and take it away. That's kind of what I felt. But other than that, I think the Eagles played great. Personally, I think Jalen Hurts could have won the MVP. Um, If it wasn't for that fumble, even with the loss, I think he could have won. If it wasn't for that fumble, my takeaway is Hurts could have won Super Bowl MVP, even with that loss, because I think he did outperform Mahomes there. That's my take.
0: That's your take. I'm going to give it to Chen because I know he's going to disagree. So I can see it in his face. So. No,
2: I, I mean, I figured when you asked Jake to come on, I figured.
0: Hey, no, you hey, Jake asked, Jake you asked himself backup. to come on. Jake asked himself to
2: come on. All right. All right. All right. No, I that's cool. I, I can work on, you know, one V2 handicap match. Um. Because, all right, here's my, I am not disagreeing with, like, would the finish have been better if the call wasn't made? Like, obviously, I wanted to see the Eagles get the ball back. Well, I mean, not for our picks. I'm glad the Chiefs won, coming out as that. a winner on the year by one game. <laughs>
0: it's,
2: still still the odds, you know, of it all just lining up that perfectly is crazy enough in itself. Uh, but. Like we always this, I guess, is just where I just have a hard time getting really upset about it was the reality was it was one of the better Super Bowls we've ever had, definitely since 2017. But like, it can't be perfect. And for the most part, it was. And the refs made the correct call. I mean, when James Bradbury comes out and says, even with all the emotions, not letting it be like, oh, I. He's like, no, like I screwed up because he did. He had a hand on the guy's arm. He had a hand on his hip. And the reason being down in the red zone, they had gotten burned by not only Kadarius Tony, but Sky Moore on the exact same thing where they did the little motion inside. Once the corner overplayed, they break back out. And so in real speed, it actually helps the case even more of the hold because you can see Juju Smith Schuster get pulled back a bit. So I'm again, do you guys not like the call? Yeah, I, it sucks that at that time and place it was called. But the reality is the refs got it right. And so with people coming after the refs saying, You can't make that call in that moment. I'm sorry, they were just doing their job. I don't think they probably I, have it on their mind, but like each yeah. play to play, they gotta focus on the play. Then I really don't think that it's in the back of their heads because well, it was really that rigged. The Chiefs wouldn't have gotten blown out in the Super no, Bowl against Tom no. Brady. 31-9. Like, I don't think it's in Mahomes' favor. I think even if it was, then they would have just wow. let the Miles – I believe it was Miles Sanders that pretty much coughed it up, but he just didn't make that last football move yep. to yep. secure the catch. They probably would have just let that go if they really wanted the Chiefs to get it because the Chiefs were down 10. It was 24-14 until no, yeah. the Andy Reid masterclass of the second half. Um and in my, my opinion, the
0: Bangle, in terms of rigs talk, the Bengals and Chiefs AFC Championship game had much greater of a case than one. That I can concur with. Yeah. yeah there was when, no. When you're back giving back people a free third them. down, I mean, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. Like that is bad officiating. And I even at one point remember turning to my grandpa and being like, I, I don't think we've really talked about the refs having a bad call tonight. And I think it might have been before like the whole Devontae Smith thing. Um Personally, I do think that close there, you, you kind of just give them the catch. I think failing that was the worst call of the night.
0: Um, so but... yeah, let me let me start by saying this: um, when it comes to this call, in no way, shape, or form did the Chiefs did not the in no way, shape, or form did the Chiefs not deserve to win this game. Um, they played an immaculate second half, scored on every single drive. Uh, I mean. Yeah, honestly, I don't even think Mahomes played that like spectacular. He didn't play bad, but I mean, look at his box score. He threw a couple like less than five yard touchdowns, but they were just offensively. They were unstoppable in the second half. Um, and I'll get into what I think the bigger issue was now that I've had time to settle on it. In this call, I still have a huge problem with this call uh, because whether people like to admit it or not, this type of grab and hold happens on over fifty percent of routes run. I, Richard Sherman said it himself. This type of thing is very ticky tacky. So whether or not it's the right call, uh, you know, by the book, uh, I, I don't think anybody can dispute it, especially when James Bradbury comes out and says, yeah, I held him. But I, I just want to piggyback of it, and I'm not sure if you guys saw what Richard Sherman said, but he basically said, like, you just can't make that call in that moment. You you cannot do that. And as a fan, my biggest grievance is not the refs making the right call, not the Chiefs winning a game that didn't deserve to. My biggest grievance is that we didn't get to see Jalen Hurts and that Eagles One offense get the ball back. Uh, with a minute 20 or whatever, right? So everybody's everybody seems to be saying this obvious take of like, oh, the Chiefs are going to win anyways, and it's like, dude, okay. I don't. If the Chiefs win that game, 38-35, making that field goal, and they go out and then they stop the Eagles, right? Okay, but I think we got robbed of overtime, but you know potentially the way that both offenses were clicking. Uh, and, and honestly, the biggest thing that bothers me the most now. Forever, right? When you when you name a Super Bowl by its thing, it's like, oh, remember Super Bowl 42, David Tyree, right? All, Super Bowl 51, the comeback. When somebody brings up Super Bowl 57, that call is what I'm going to think about. And then the 27-yard chip shot that was the most anticlimactic finish to one of the best 58 and a half minutes of football I've watched in a long time. So my biggest grievance is the ending being taken away from us on a ticky-tacky call. I, we can disagree. On whether or not it, I just don't think you make that call in that moment. I don't think it was egregious enough to like, just swallow the whistle. You know, that, that's kind of my takeaway.
1: And I have a question for you, uh for you guys, you, guys, you both might know the answer, but isn't it a five yard? uh Yes. Race, yes. Race
0: and it was right on the line of scrimmage. The- yes. It was under yep. five yards and it was right on. I forgot to say that. Thank you. I still think for holding uh ball was in the air. I, I still think it's, you know he the jersey that's, tug right like it, that was the
2: other thing like yeah i i I know the the five yard rule it's just like he was trying to leave his route and man was pulling him back that's it wasn't like they were juju was in front of him like he was past him and then the hole was no And again like i know don't. you guys are you guys can keep saying it's ticky tack like this and that but like when the corner comes out like mike pereira ahead of officiating like people that I'm sorry are higher levels of the NFL than us. I'm going to tend to side there. I just have to like go like the Bengals. They came out and said like, yeah, the officiating was bad. Like this was no like, dude, everyone at the highest levels. It was a hold. And like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, it could have been a better finish. But the reality of that game was it was still a fantastic Super Bowl. Can't kick off in like the fantasy aspect of it, of what could have been. It could
0: have been better but
2: I, I I'm okay, so no I disagree fact, with like I statement. was able to
0: watch up to that point I disagree with that statement of this like this was a fantastic Super Bowl regardless of the last minute and a half because it I was. honest to God it, it has left a sour taste in my mouth and I don't think it's going away forever I'm never gonna look finally upon this Super Bowl because of because of that imagine if they'd have called like I always think about this like imagine on the David Tyree catch if they had just called like P.I. E pi or or, uh manning's forward progress was stopped right or holding on the offense or something a tech no not not like something holding but like something like manning's forward progress was stopped or roughing the passer or something like that where like the guys it was just a horrible call that like ruined the moment like that's how i feel it wasn't a horrible call like that's the issue you're you're having
2: me imagine these scenarios that didn't happen like this is the reality of what had happened in the okay, game but like you're and the not getting did their like, job
0: I, I i get your dude, point man that's like, how I you play been defense, better that's but, what like, i'm getting at is that is, that happens on every other time that exact scenario and I, that's my problem that, yeah, that's he can't we can get into the Rudolph fact as well I, I, man I, I, the hand I, fighting
2: i know what you're talking about i do and but like richard sherman especially is going to be biased the guys i've
0: brought up and it's like that's not biased <laughs> it's just the reality of the play I I don't know. I think we can all agree, and this is my core of the problem is not like I said. I'm not that upset about the result because the Chiefs did deserve to win. I think there's a serious rules problem in the NFL where it's extremely skewed to the offense, and that is not a hot take by any means. I think a lot of people, when you look at the season as a whole, say that like rules, pass interference calls, and whatnot, uh, it's just skewed toward the offense, and like it's no question why, right? Like points gets views. <laughs> For the NFL, but it's just it's it's increasingly getting harder and harder to watch. You know, I think of the Raiders, was the Raiders Chiefs game with the with the roughing the passers that were horrible on Monday night at some point this year. Right. Like the NFL has some problems that uh, continue to get swept under the rug. And we don't need to talk about it, but it's starting to get to the point where, like, I'm happy. And this is my frustration. I'm happy that I don't have to watch football the last two weeks of the end of the games being that bad. Wolf. I mean, it's I mean, that's like
2: the ultimate salt, man. Jeez. No, I, I just didn't know you were a Philly fan, bro. Like this. I'm year. not. That's the crazy part. I'm
0: not.
1: Oh. I think for me, this Super Bowl changed my opinion on Philadelphia. Um, definitely not the Philadelphia fans. I still think um, those fans are atrocious, but in terms of Jalen Hurts and, and the leadership that that team possesses from the head coach down, um, the way they handled the media afterwards—you even alluded to it, uh, Christian, with uh, Bradbury at the end when he he said he screwed up. Um, I I think the masterclass of Jalen Hurts and the Eagles being mentally stable through that and then just kind of like hey we made mistakes we're gonna learn from this um i think the afc and the nfc are gonna get more uh even as we get going here i know there's been a, a lot of there's a lot of power and a lot of young quarterbacks in the afc but jalen hurts i don't think is going away anytime soon um no. regardless of what his contract situation looks like going forward um I can't say for certain, but I have, a, I have a feeling he's he's a team-friendly deal kind of a guy. Um, I don't think he's going to go for that forty-five million dollars contract. Thinking he's going to sign, and then added to that, do you guys think Patrick Mahomes deserved Super Bowl MVP at the end? That's a big question that I have because I think a guy like Nick Bolton with the scoop and score um, or Pacheco could have been in line for that MVP award. What do you, what do you guys think about that?
2: Uh, I hear where you're coming from, because it really felt like Pacheco took over, like especially in that second half. Um, the box score, I don't think, does him any favors. Like He had a, a consistent game, but um, I think that's what's holding him back from Super Bowl MVP. It wasn't that Mahomes was crazy either. I don't think he went over 200 yards, but the three touchdowns, I mean, I believe Pacheco had one, um, and then it was spread out like Kelsey had one, Sky Moore, Tony, so um bolton is a good uh case for that because i I think his touchdown really kept them in that game uh given when it happened but i I just it just because we know the history of you know mvp awards now Mm -hmm. super bowl mvps it usually goes to the quarterback you know i think we even brought it up uh on last week's pod how that uh Patriots come back against Falcons like James White. It felt like should have even gotten that MVP, like right. even with the stats. It was like, holy cow, this guy carried and Brady still got it. So um I
0: think the Super Bowl, a, a player a has to have a cr- than the regular no, season sorry, MVP. Yeah. I think the Super Bowl MVP does a better job of not being an exclusive quarterback award than the regular it's season MVP.
2: It's better. It's definitely better. Yeah. Um, But when, when has been the last I'm thinking Malcolm Smith. Is like the nice most guy that comes to mind. Edelman, Edelman, Edelman one, Was one. that yep. the Rams one? No, Cooper the Cup, Rams, guys. Yeah.
1: Cooper Cup. Oh yeah, last year. Cooper Cup. Jeez. Right. All
2: right. No, Which... I never, never mind me. All right,
0: it's definitely <laughs> a lot better. <laughs> if, if
1: we want to get into that, I think Aaron Donald should won MVP last year. the Super Bowl. I
0: think that's actually a fair take.
1: I, I that is a very fair
0: take. Um, Jake, yeah, to I'm answer a your
1: to that, because I did have. I, I did have fifteen dollars bet down on him. Do <laughs> I would have paid out one hundred fifty, so I'm a little upset.
0: Uh, Jake, to answer your question, I-, I think Mahomes deserves it as much as anybody else on the Chiefs team. Uh, I think this was like a true, really solid team performance, right? Like he didn't light up the box score, but he threw three touchdowns, six incompletions, one hundred eighty yards. It'd be one no thing sex. if like, yeah. Well, I, I want to get yeah, you. yeah, but. I <laughs> it'd be one thing if like Kelsey had had like a hundred something yards and two of the touchdowns then it'd be like, okay, let's give it to Kelsey, but six for 80 and a touchdown. Bolton is really the only guy I can think of, but do you give it to a guy off of one, you know, scoop and score play. Like if you'd got the other one that I called back. Oh that's, yeah. For sure, yeah. yeah, for sure. Give it to uh, to Bolton. But I don't know. It, it I do agree with your take that it almost feels like Hertz could have won MVP as the loser. If he doesn't have that fumble He played that well. Like he was really the one who lit up the field more than anybody else, um, but I, I think by default, Mahomes is the best option if there's no true. I mean, you got to play ridiculous to get it as a non quarterback
1: to get it. Yeah, my my um uh, next question about I guess Jalen Hurts is there's a, there's a lot of uh, I think uh, Nick Sirianni said it. He's got MJ swag.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, hurts us. Yeah. 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 He does,
2: though. No.
1: I don't I you, you guys think so? He's just got this like he's gonna win mentality. Like I feel like I don't know, I feel like the Eagles are just are set up. If they can keep his contract at a reasonable price and then offense together, this team is this team's gonna be legit for like the next four or five years easy.
0: I think their defense is pretty old. That's my only concern is that their their defence is Especially their pass rush is, is fairly old. Like but they I, I mean, but they don't have an elite superstar, so if they can find more rotating guys to do what they did this year, then yeah. I think
1: I, I think the I thing agree. with with their their D line they have Jordan Davis. So I mean he's he's a rookie this year. And he dominated. Like we saw what their run game was like without Jordan Davis. They had to go pick up Linval Joseph and Ndamukong Sue just to fill that gap with one guy. Um plus to have what like a top ten pick this year due mm-hmm. to the trading? Mm-hmm. So, oh, I think it's I th- five. Th- yeah,
0: I think so. They fifth.
1: they have the opportunity to load up um, again because I think you're going to lose a guy like Brendan Graham and uh, who, uh, who 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 hit who led the league in sacks? Was it Uh Was it, uh, so, uh, it Reddick? Yeah,
2: what I think it was Reddick. Sixteen. Reddick. That's right. I'm yeah, assuming they Redick. bring him like, back. You guys.
1: You, you go get it. You bring him back, but you get you know Roquan Swit, uh, Smith. No, I'm I'm losing my names here. Uh, who's the pass rusher they got from the Bears?
2: Oh, you thinking of Robert Quinn? You're thinking of yeah, Robert, Robert Quinn.
1: Quinn. Yeah, like, uh, like got, yeah, like he he's on one-year deal pieces. as well. Um, like they can they can supplement that in the draft because they got enough capital. Um, I th- like I said, I think the Eagles are here to stay. I'm just I'm just nervous as a Vikings fan. It just kind of makes me mad, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I think the Eagles can definitely make it back to this stage. When it co- when it, when we talk about getting back, I mean, is that your question? Like, can they make it back?
1: Yeah. Do you think they can make a repeat next year? I, I mean, at least not the Super Bowl, but like a deep dive a Championship.
0: Yes, definitely. Yes. Um, teams are going to figure them out, though. You know that there's always like regression, and that's what makes the great teams great. Um, is if they can sustain success year to year i think the nfc is going to be wide open so i don't see why not um but i do want to say when it comes to this stat we're now uh, 17 quarterbacks who have started in their super bowl debut who have never made it back losing super bowl quarterbacks that have never made it back um so burrow and hurts obviously there's an asterisk on that but garoppolo hasn't made it back Goff, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, Kaepernick, Rex Grossman, Hasselback, McNabb, Jake DeLome, Rich Gannon, Kerry Collins, Steve McNair, Chris Chandler, Drew Bledsoe, Neil O'Donnell, and Stan Humphries—all lost their Super Bowl debut and never made it back to the Super Bowl. A um, little bit of a change of subject, sorry, Jake, but I just—oh yeah, I did. I definitely, wow. wanted, I definitely wanted to bring that stat up when it comes to like, you know, there's a there's a trend here. If if the Eagles are yes, going to make they're... it back, they're going to have to break that trend. Same for the Bengals. Um, But yeah,
2: I'm curious your guys' uh, opinion on the idea that Jalen Hurts was so dominant, and there's there's traction to this. Dean Blandino, like a former head of officiating or whatever, he actually still might be. I I see him on TV time time. Anyway, uh, they're talking about banning like the push,
1: like that we saw.
2: Yeah, like there's that there's traction that actually might like do something about that and one i think it's very stupid like it's just why i mean we've never for some reason seen a qb sneak probably this dominant since me like brady and i think maybe cam newton um i understand it looks like they're getting this huge surge and like the, the guys that are pushing them are doing a lot of the work but like people gotta remember jalen hurts back in college was squatting like yeah. 600 pounds 600 i'm assuming right now it's probably like 800 maybe 900 um and it's it, even when he's like okay, okay. In this okay. Season, hold on
0: you think he's I, I do, 900 dude. pounds dude
2: he could probably squat a semi like let's be realistic oh that guy he's like talk about say quads bro like no like jalen hurts He's, he's got, I don't even know what a good comparison would be, man. It's, it is wild that every time he ran the ball, he fell forward. That was like one of the things well, like rewatching it,
0: like 34, the Super Bowl. 38 on the season. on yep. Yeah. That is absurd. And even <laughs>
2: that it's like, so, okay, because he's so good, you're going to go and bam the play. Like, hey, I, 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 that's like, it feels like a whole shack thing all over again. And, I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, eventually someone's going to figure out how to stop it. Like, I would agree it with their that. first season of really abusing it, especially in the Super Bowl. Like, teams are going to be ready for this next year.
0: Yeah, I think, I, I mean, the rule proposal is just to ban the pushing from behind, right? And so, like, I don't even think it does that much. I think it's I think really it, honestly Jalen in initial. That's what my takeaway too is like, how long have we gone without a quarterback? Or, or We've never had a quarterback. The history of the game to have this strong of legs to be this successful at it. Like, it's not, we've had guys come in and get pushed before and still get stopped. Like, it's not just, and then we're also forgetting that he has an all time center directly in front of him, Jason Kelsey, who is, I mean, he's an all timer. I don't, you know, have a top 10 center list off the top of my head, but he's up there, right? So, like Webster. Yeah. If they, okay. If they have a, (laughs) if they get a new guy in there and Kelsey retires or something, which I don't think he will, but. Uh, it could be just as ineffective, so I, I don't think it's worth. Like you said, I don't think it's worth the rule change, but it is a weird talking point.
2: And I, the NFL like is actually considering this. I, I can't. Of all the things that's a problem, AK their grass. This is. Can the we point. talk about like, the grass,
0: please? Can we talk, That we needs to talk be about talked the grass. about.
2: I've
1: been waiting She's to, going talk
0: to the, about grass.
1: the grass. What a debacle, <laughs> man, bro! Um, it. Uh, Almost trillion-dollar business, this this entity of the NFL is. And then we have, in the Super Bowl, the most-watched sporting event in the country. We can't have a good turf? I mean, what is going on? This is... I don't know. It's It's the silliest thing I think I've ever seen. We have professional athletes in both the first and second half in the Super Bowl, slipping on the turf, possibly getting injured. And this is supposed to be the most thawed out like delegated game to get prepared for and our turf I mean, is neither, slippery.
0: Neither team had a sack, right?
1: Yeah. And that that yeah. changes the aspect of I mean, so much. That's... I mean you go from having 70 sacks in the NFL to the turf being so slippery you can't I mean I play D line. If it was a rainy game, you're not you're not going anywhere. You slipping and falling and then you're getting shoved into the dirt by an old lineman. But there was no rain. So this was the yeah. it was a it was it was Arizona a man. Yeah. I mean, literally. <laughs> there's no rain. Well, I, the heard, desert, a, there's I heard. No a rain. Rumor that
0: the, uh, the halftime show had used like some sort of smoke or heat or something oh, okay. that caused the, the the no that all the players said at the start of the second half it was worse because it was <sighs> slicker like it was warmer and moist from the heat from like the fireworks or something from the halftime show. Um, Rihanna. So, that was courtesy of the yeah. Pat McAfee show, so i take that. I'll take that as, as, I'll take that as probably <laughs> Oh,
2: Okay, no. I feel like he's usually pretty reliable. I mean, he's getting sued, sued by Favre. I don't know if anybody
1: <laughs> saw that. I like, saw like,
2: I'm telling you, when Luke said on the pod, I think it was either Tuesday or last Tuesday, how this year has already been full of like just side quests. Like, I... <laughs> I feel like there's been so many just random things, and yeah, Brett Favre suing a former punter—that's that's, that's <laughs> yes. pretty random. Um, but sorry, back. Yeah, it on was topic. him and Shannon Sharp,
1: uh, wasn't
2: it? Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, Brett Favre <laughs> suing Shannon Sharp when he played with
1: Shannon Sharp brother. and and uh, Pat McAfee for defamation. Um, but <laughs> also, favorite. but also there was like a big scandal in Mississippi where. Brett Favre, um, during COVID, there was a uh, welfare yeah, it was like scandal. A
0: well, yeah,
1: he got like millions yeah. of dollars. Yeah, and so it makes sense for people to call him out. I mean, it's kind of a, it sounds a little screwed up. I
0: don't think he's been convicted
1: yet, though. And that's the
0: defamation loss. Like that's his basis okay. for the defamation. Gotcha. Loss, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. know. <laughs> yeah, I think he knows. probably. You, got, you guys defend yeah.
1: Brett Favre? Oh, Packer I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to defend him. The yeah.
0: he's – I think he's suing on the grounds that they're claiming he's this criminal and he doesn't think he is, which I don't yeah. know the facts, if he is or isn't. But clearly if Roll someone's doing a, a quarterback, decision, yeah, but yeah. not a great guy. Anyways, back to the, <laughs> back to the grasping. Um, I, I don't really have a take other than that. This was extremely impactful. Clearly on, um, I don't think the chiefs had a stellar pass rush, but it definitely wasn't poor. And the Eagles are the best in the league and to not have a
1: sack in the game or,
0: this, the box score says uh, that Hertz got sacked twice. I'm pretty sure those were
1: on was runs. Covered, those were coverage yeah. sacks, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, this is a complete, like, game-changing error. Like, game-plan-changing error. So, uh, where do we go from here? You know, that's my question, right? We have all these fields changing their turf for the World Cup coming up in 2026. All these players uh, instituting grass and uh, – they come up with this new formula and it's terrible so you guys have any ideas i mean we're, we're, what's the next step here how do we fix this
1: well i i remember seeing i think it was back in 2019 2018 when we had like like almost like 70 acl tears in like the first 4 weeks across the nfl and my first initial response was the turf is is at play here because there's no reason with the advancements and Sports science, sports medicine—that we have. I think it's a pretty common athlete.
0: take now too.
1: Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's coming to the point where like we got to go back to natural because we're supposed to play on natural grass, but there has to be a better system in play where you keep your grass moist throughout the week, but then like the last couple nights before the game, you shut down the system or dry it out somehow so it's more more dirt. Than anything else is what yeah. I would say
0: well, I know this week was like this it was a brand New like formula Of like hybrid Like half and half or however like You know they do that like in uh, There's a couple of oh, fields boy. that do that but They had never like they tested it it went Great but it had never been used in a game before And then they debut it for the Super Bowl And it's
1: terrible. yeah, not the right time to debut A new product
2: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whose idea was that save that for Like the Hall of Fame game Or you yeah. know the preseason
0: like, yeah, Super Bowl, come on, man. Ah. Yeah. You know what blows my mind? This is off topic, too, but, like, those dudes who used to just be playing on AstroTurf back in the day. Bro, I was just thinking the same thing. I was so like, bring bro back crazy. AstroTurf. Bro. So crazy. He's playing on yeah. concrete.
1: Like, <laughs> You look at an AstroTurf, and you just, like, like, you just watch a guy fall, and you just feel pain. Oh, man. Like, yeah. All those Barry Sanders TV highlights and
0: stuck on an Astro turf field, and I hated that. And I was like eight years old. God. I, mean, I, can't, <laughs> I can't imagine what I it can't... was like when you we were actually playing real football,
1: man. No, <laughs> I would rather just play in a parking lot at that point. Like my god. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I guess on. this is the would you rather play in a parking lot or tear your ACL? <laughs> I, I mean, that's that, Those are the options currently.
0: They gotta but find honest, something rather... else. <laughs>
1: I'd rather just play at the Washington Commanders Stadium, the most
0: okay, no horrifying <laughs> no. stadium. Would you rather die or play at a parking lot? <laughs> die via Lawrence Taylor <laughs> ah, on the blind side. <laughs> All right, we are no wrong.
1: pads on blindside LT sack.
0: I'll ask. <laughs> I'll pose this question. We'll dive into this discussion a little bit. Move it forward. Uh, Mahomes now has two MVPs, two Super mm. Bowls. Where does this put him all time for you guys if you were to retire today?
1: <sighs> top ten. Okay. He's not top five. I can't I can't willingly say he's a top five quarterback, um, regardless of Super Bowl. You have you have Tom Brady. All right, he's number one. You have Peyton Manning. Okay. Drew Brees may only have one. I, I'll put Drew Brees at four. I'm gonna put Joe Montana at three. Um and then you have Dan Marino. Uh ring or not, Dan Marino. Is just that guy If he even won one Super Bowl He would probably be regarded To be better than Montana Just because of how elite Marino was I'm just saying that That could be far-fetched That's my opinion um, He's definitely top 10 He's not 10 um, But he's All definitely right.
0: 10 I'm laughing because I, I know the question I'm about to ask you Is going to make you really
1: mad But uh,
0: what does Marino have on Aaron Rodgers Man?
1: I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. And for me right now it's it's the yards and then I think that just the overall legacy of him um just Marino his name like for so long was just regarded as the number 1 um guy. Um you could, I don't you like and probably, I do want
0: to clarify. I don't hate the take of Marino
1: over Rodgers. I I have a lot of respect for Dan Marino more than most. So I, I have I have Rogers at six if you want me to <laughs> be honest. He's he's not, he's not lower than six. He's at number six. And then I would probably put um Patrick at seven. Um Eli at eight. Mm. Uh, probably gonna put uh Bradshaw at nine and then uh, Ben Roethlisberger at number ten.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to flesh
0: out the back half of my list. We're going to have to do this another day. but Okay, so Mahomes, we'll, we'll stick it to Mahomes for this conversation. Uh, yeah. Mahomes is, is firmly in your top ten. Uh, firmly retires, in my top ten. He retires tomorrow.
1: He retires tomorrow. I still think he's got first ballot Hall of Fame written on his resume. Um, he's been to the five straight AFC Championship games, um, which I don't even know if he even do that. Has Brady even done five straight before?
0: Pretty sure Brady did eight, but yeah.
1: Oh, okay. The <laughs> eight straight, but he's still got so three and Two man. wins, yeah. So, it's and the fact that he's got the most likely chance to repeat. Plus, the Chiefs have, I think, eleven picks this year. Mm, I wow, could be wrong, man, but they they are primed. Whatever their GM has done. Has done probably the most underrated, best job uh, as a GM ever. You get rid of Tyree Hill. You get better in both yards, yards, um, most explosive plays, points per Like you just get better. It doesn't make sense. And then adding the fact that you have that much capital going in the next year to get more receivers, um, to get more help on the back end of your defense. It's, I could see them doing a repeat, the first repeat. Um, I think, is it sensitive? The Patriots, yeah,
0: yeah. Christian, your thoughts on Mahomes' legacy if he retires tomorrow? Hmm.
2: Uh I, I don't think seven is a bad spot, um, given some of the guys you put in front of him. And, and even I, I do like I have respect for Marino in this regard. I think it's similar to like uh, like Tom Brady is comparable to Joe Montana of that era. Rodgers is comparable to like Dan Marino of that era. I understand Rodgers got a ring, but it's like one guy clearly had more rings, but you you like knew who was more talented, right? Like as an arm talent, like as a quarterback, it's just they didn't accomplish as much as the other guy. Um, regardless of that, I would still put Mahomes in my top five, but it would probably be like right at five. Who's and I think it's go ahead. But, like, it's obviously Brady is my number one. Um, then I'd have to say for two, I would go with Peyton Manning. But, like, then three, four, and five is where I really get kind of – I guess I would have to put Breeze at three as well. Wow.
0: We're, but then hating even, on, we're hating on Joe today, aren't we?
2: I I like Joe Montana, man, but I don't think you can tell me that Breeze or Peyton Manning, like, we're in that – like especially Breeze and that amazing West Coast offense of the 80s with the team they had around him that Breeze could maybe have done more.
0: My um, my beef with people who slide – not necessarily you, but people who slide Montana way down on the list is like he was like clearly the GOAT before Brady was. Here's like, my – I don't have a problem here. if you put Peyton at two because Peyton and Brady like – Because Peyton come- was always in the conversation. Yes, they surpassed Montana around like relatively around the same time together. So, But, like, I have a hard problem. Not I think them.
2: I'd have him Montana at three, to be honest with you. Because Breeze, like, he never got a second Super Bowl. Um, I mean, yeah, so four I'll, Super
0: Bowls is, is the second. Four is a life. lot.
2: So And so I'll have to put Montana at three just by default. And I think it would go Breeze and then Mahomes. I think that's how I would
0: have wow. to round it out. I'm surprised and, you didn't put some Packers propaganda in there. That's a first.
2: I mean, I could for the meme and just say Rodgers is the goat, but like, <laughs> in terms of like overall, you know, ranking, um, like he's he's such a good arm
1: talent, but like we just
2: have been robbed of a lot of accomplishments, man. Like what could have
0: been. It's true. it's true, Jake.
1: Yeah, so here's my issue with having Mo, uh, Montana at three is he only has forty thousand passing yards in his Didn't career. you put
0: Montana at three?
1: Did I put him at three? Yes. I had to at three. I think he might I... have
0: breathed three. Oh, okay. Go ahead, then. I, yeah, so the
1: regardless of but I think – not even just for me, but in general, I feel like you can make the argument is that Montana's stats don't have the uh, – they don't jump off the page. He's only got 40,000 passing yards. He doesn't even have 300 touchdowns on his career. Um, and he's about I – think, I think it's 139 interceptions. So his – Career statistics aren't labeled to be, like, that great. I mean, Phillip Rivers has more passing yards, touchdowns.
0: Yeah, you Um, can say the same about Marino, though. Like, there's a bunch of guys. Regardless
1: of that, I think Marino is top 10 still in passing yards. For now. For now. But to not be at 50,000-plus and not even at 300 touchdowns eclipsed,
0: I feel like there's a lot of, like, recency bias on those numbers, though, because, I mean, Montana had to have retired top two, top three in passing yards when he did. I could be way off on that, but, I mean, I don't know. Like, I just – I attribute that to, like, just a different style. of But keep going. Sorry.
1: Yeah, and then with that, I mean, he was loaded with guys – I mean, he was loaded with having um, – Terry Bryce on the team, so it, it just to not be at that number, um, to me kind of. I mean, Carson Palmer has more yards. Uh, Drew Bledsoe's got more yards. You got Joe Joe, Joe Flacco. Jumping Joe Flacco has more yards than Joe Montana.
0: Hey, your I boy mean, Fran Tarkenton's on
1: Fran Tarkenton's on the up, the up there. Yeah, Warren Moon, John Elway. All right, there's a.
0: a little more truth to what you're saying, man. There's some older
1: guys on here, but yeah. That's kind of where, where where people can skew the – I think he was carried by his team more, say, than he – I mean, he was great in the playoffs and in the Super Bowls. But other than that, it's hard to – it's hard to pinpoint, like, I can see where people would put Breeze or Marino above him. I guess. I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm playing both sides. Yeah. i the Montana. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I mean to circle back to Mahomes, I think I would lean more towards Jake uh, and put him at six or seven. I just don't think I can justify taking Mahomes right now. Uh, if I'm playing a, one game, uh, and this goes back to like the basketball like pickup game discussion, yes, the then, legacy. Yeah, yeah. but um, in terms of legacy, he's not better than Brady or Manning uh, or Montana in my eyes. Uh, I'm probably taking Aaron Rodgers over him. I'm probably taking Drew Brees over him. And then that's where I think I've I probably fit Mahomes in around six or seven at this point. Yep. Um, I, I think that's it. I think shoot one more MVP probably puts him over Brees for sure. Uh, yep. And even, you know, even then you have that discussion of Rodgers as well There's one MVP short of Rodgers and it just becomes down to like the TD interception ratio and that Mahomes is, is cracked. So, you know, as soon as so is Rodgers, but Mahomes is, really good at that too so um you know i i don't i don't have that big of an argument against i I think i've seen people put Mahomes at like two or three and that's where
1: i start which is absurd Pump breaks a little bit but um yeah i mean talent wise i think he's a top three talent Um,
0: who are your top three talents that's a great conversation
1: i I think we should flip it to that top three talents (laughs) You're going to like this. All right, you're going to like this one. I'm putting um Aaron Rodgers as a top talent all time at quarterback. Wow, I'll put back. Mahomes at th- at 2 and then at 3 I'm probably going to go with um Steve Young. Ooh. At number 3 just talent Steve wise. Steve Young.
0: It, it is Steve e- Young. <laughs> yeah. That's a little inside reference. Uh that's a solid list. I might go manning it through. But I can see talent the word talent gets Skewed sometimes, so I can see why people would hate that take. But intangibles, you would put, I would, if you were to
1: go based off tangibles, I would put
0: that's a different kind of talent, though. Vic is, he's a little like that's a different, like, I don't know. We're talking football talent, right? Yeah, football talent, not arm talent. Arm talent, (laughs) Peyton's nowhere near the
2: the design. Yeah, okay.
0: Um, but yes, we're including like intangibles, and okay, yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah I'm should. thinking like Cam
2: Newton. I'm thinking Randall Cunningham, but yeah, not you know, arm. just straight
0: arm. Talent. Arm talent. I don't even know, but yeah,
2: you could put your Marcus Russell man up there. Okay, the okay, okay. <laughs> we might have to. He could throw seventy yards on one knee. Why <laughs> <laughs> so pick him first overall? You can
0: flip three patties at one time. <laughs> ah, oh. We're like eat three patties. Yeah, just, saying, <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> hey, while he's watching, while he's watching film too. You know? but... Oh yeah, yeah those, the, blitz packages, yes. the blitz packages,
1: man. the blitz packages. Blank CD,
0: man. <laughs> Such a great story. <laughs> it's so good, man. Yeah, the
1: what ifs of the NFL, man. That's oh, no, a... we could do a series of what ifs on the NFL, put RG three at top of the list. There, what mm. if that? What if? That panned out to Marcus Russell if he panned out all what, what, if, is. what if
0: Brandon Bostic was never born? I mean, it, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much anybody else
2: in that spot,
0: yeah. Uh, all right, so you know, to, to, to wrap it up, um, your guys' final thoughts on Well, a uh, final question I'll say this uh, first off, yeah. are the Chiefs a dynasty at this point? And if they aren't, what do they need to do for you to classify them as? Ooh.
1: Jen, go ahead.
2: Ooh. I, uh, I, I think what solidifies the Dynasty is like is it three or more in like a we'll give it like five to six year window. Um, I think even like a if you go back to back, that gives you the conversation of a Dynasty. They had that couple of years stretch between these wins, um, but they still didn't make it back. So like three appearances in four years. uh, If they're not a dynasty, they're like on the border. I guess that's kind of my take. I I don't feel comfortable going out there being like, this is, you know, similar to like the Patriots dynasty, like the Cowboys dynasty, even the Niners, Um, they're on the pinnacle. You know, if I think they just make it back to the game next year,
0: uh, if they go two out of four in five years, I want to say, right? Two out of four Super Bowl appearances in five years, if they make it back next year. Uh, yeah. I think you got to win a third for me to give you the label. That's just my, that's just kind of the person. Baseline. Like that, I think that's kind of the baseline. Uh, three out of six I think is, is fair enough. I think that's like this is a different sport, but that's what like the, the Blackhawks did uh in, in hockey and people throughout dynasty. And even then I was like, wow, I don't know. Like it was like three out of six on the dot, like in one like right middle where what there was no back to back appearances or anything. Um I would probably say no at this point, but if they get to three out of six is
1: where I'll say yes. Jake? I think I think they are gonna be labeled as a dynasty, and I think they should be um currently now if you go back and look at the uh, the warriors from 15 to 18 that 3 4 year stretch there by the time they were in that second um, championship in a row people were arguably saying this is going to be a dynasty this is a dynasty and then Yeah, but that's
0: cuz they won 73 games the second hey, year.
1: But <laughs> But where I'm going here is that they had core pieces set in place the whole time. Which, yeah. if things were if things were moving around and they were still getting there, then maybe you could say not so much a dynasty. they just getting lucky with good players and a good coach. But the fact that you had Draymond play, Steph, and then Steve Kerr getting you there, you have uh, Mahomes, Kelsey, and Andy Reid getting you there each time, year in and year out. You have those core pieces involved that are. I mean, you could put Chris Jones in that core piece section there. I mean, I think they show to be a dynasty. I think they can continue the success for the next four or five years. Um, And I could, and I can. This might sound like some Dan Orlovsky stuff, but I think Patrick Mahomes could get to five, six Super Bowls in the next five to six years. I mean, he could get four, four or five more. Three four more in this Talk time frame AFC, man. It's
0: with the, with the young guns And the AFC man that's going to be a tough
1: With act. the young guns I mean my thing here If we want to get to that point You have Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow They're going to have to both get paid Right plus T Higgins depending on what they do There Joe Mixon we don't know He just got arrested um, Or <laughs> has allegations out against him um, Best kicker in the league uh, or No that's Kareem <laughs> Hunt, Best kicker in the league
0: <laughs> <Hunt>. Oh my Oh <laughs> my god um, <laughs>
1: And then you have then you have Lamar. Questions on Lamar. Um then we have Ken uh Justin hey. Herbert win a playoff game. There's that question.
2: <laughs> I knew All right. they didn't get rid of their coach. They did. They,
1: get, they do need to get rid of their coach. Didn't Fred I, and Staley? they? Staley? They didn't fire him.
0: No. Oh, but yeah. they hired no, guy, they hired a new O. C.
1: They hired uh, who I
0: actually liked. Was who yeah, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore, yeah. I liked him. Yeah. yeah. I liked that hire. Um,
1: and then we don't know what's to a situation. And then we also have Josh Allen, who's been proven to be inconsistent in the playoffs as well. T-Law. Um, Turnover. Turn and on. then there's t- – that's, that's, that's where I was going to go. The only one I think who's in a great situation is Trevor Lawrence because this is going to be his third year.
0: Well, Burrow, um, at least until the contracts. I mean, they got another two years before they have to re-sign Chase. Anyway.
1: This, wasn't this Burrow's fourth season? Third. Okay. So they got that extra year for Chase, but still it's gonna be plus their defense is they spent what like two years ago 70-80 million on their defense alone. So the Bengals? Yeah.
0: Oh, their defense was good this year.
1: Yeah, but like in terms of like who they're paying, I think oh, when you okay, have to yeah. come up and pay Joe Burrow and then Jamar Chase, it's gonna look different. Oh, it's definitely have, a concern. Yeah. They have uh, Mahomes on this ten year contract yes the half a billion dollars but the way the trajectory of how the salary cap is going to go and he's how gonna the quarterback market's going to shift he's going to be underpaid next season honestly oh, yep. a, so a, i mean such a good move man Wow. Mm-hmm. jack prescott mm-hmm. is I mean, going to imagine that statement. almost 50 million
0: patrick mahomes is uh, underpaid yes. yeah
2: that was and at <laughs> the time it was such a like crazy contract it was one of the biggest we'd seen but it's actually now, yeah, it's, gonna... it's
0: it's somewhat similar to what the Bulls did with Pippen and Jordan, because Pippen Probably. for like that entire dynasty was
1: yeah that seven criminally year
0: underpaid like he had like a seven year deal and I don't even know if he was making two million dollars like it was ridiculous. Bad. And then Jordan until he retired was on a similar deal, and then he retired came back and made like thirty million each season, but. Which today is if you if you ever want to get into the inflation numbers on Jordan's contract in 1998, it's it's pretty insane on what it would be today. But um, hopefully, yeah, that's I, I would, yeah, I don't know, I, I the Christian, what's your opinion on Josh Allen right now? I guess then are we still like are we just tossing him out of the conversation in terms of the top dogs in the AFC, or is he still holding that for you?
2: Oh no, I mean he's. I don't have like say toss them out of the conversation, but I don't think be going into this season, I think it was like Mahomes and Josh Allen were like kind of the uh that was like top and you may throw burrow in there, but now like the the floor is pretty opened up in terms of talent. um and I'll even go as far as to say this. I think the AFC will become more wide open once Andy Reid retires. Like if Andy Reid coaches for the next five years, the Chiefs could be back to the Super Bowl four out of those five years. But, I mean, he contemplated it, it said, during a couple interviews and whatnot. If he retires next season, I do think he's a large part. Like, he's kind of what makes, I think, the offense go. I I don't think Mahomes is stupid. Yeah, like, I I don't think Mahomes is dumb or anything, but I I do think a lot of their schemes and the genius and the play calling in that second half is due to Andy Reid. That's how I think you can get better as a team when you lose talent. I mean, I guess some guys stepped it up, but it's totally a coaching thing. And, uh, yeah, I just – I am curious to see if, you know, like Zach Taylor can step it up. I I do think part of that, you know, the coaching – like Doug Peterson is going to help the Jags, but there's also younger coaches in the AFC. So I guess I'm just curious to see what they can do. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's a pretty good take.
1: Um I guess other, I got one I got one uh, last question for you guys. Where do we put if we're talking legacy, where do we put Andy Reid all time coaches?
2: Coaches. With this,
1: let's say with, with one more Super Bowl win, let's say he went to third. Where where would he be? Would he be number two? Who's and number one? where would one? he be now without that third?
0: Hi, right, Belichick, right? I guess.
1: I mean, I, but Coach. I feel like
0: yeah, I guess
1: what what I've seen with Andy Reid. I mean, I guess that I mean you can say the marriage between Brady and Belichick was perfect. The innovation offensively, even at the age he is, I feel like that has a case to put him neck and neck, regardless of win total um, and Super Bowl total with Belichick. That's my personal take. I feel like his offensive minded. Um, skill set puts him above the defensive minded skill set, just a little bit, in my opinion. And people want to play for Reed. You don't really, no one really went to um, the Patriots, New England, to play with Belichick. They play with Brady to get there because Brady was the winner. Hmm. You know, I, I mean, think that's, I too. think
0: that's well put. Uh, yeah, Reed yeah. with another Super Bowl, I, if he's not one, he's two in my eyes. Um, Really the only guys coming to mind are like you know, like old head. Bill Walsh. Yeah. I guess Walsh. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna say Landry, I was gonna say Lombardi because of all those like or, or George Hallis, like you know, like going way Parcells? Back to those guys. Parcells is a good one. I don't That's think should... Jimmy Johnson. No, Jimmy dude, Johnson? don't give me start on Jimmy Johnson. Dude. <laughs> Nick Saban. Okay, okay. <laughs> NFL here.
1: NFL. Danny Green. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh of <laughs> Just started random name out
0: there. Jim Mora. Jim Mora. Hey, who Jim he Mora played all for all time? <laughs> that would be kind of fun actually.
1: Uh, who he? Who he, <laughs> who he coached
0: for? That would be so hard. That would be so hard. <laughs> Playoffs. But. Um, Play-offs? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. I think if he's not one, he's two. If he wins another Super wall he might be two right now with just one. Mm-hmm. he's got.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I'd have to agree. It's a good question. Um, love big red, big red. drawn mustaches on the uh face in that one commercial. Don't
1: have to get that personal. You just don't have to get that. Personal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got my, I got my. Uh... Red shirt on underneath the sweater, and then I got some khaki shorts on, for so, or some khakis pants on. So I'm got nice. I got the Jake from GNC vibes going on right now.
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, all right. Well, Jake, thanks again for coming on. I think this is gonna wrap us up. Good discussion on the yep. Super Bowl. Um, be sure to check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. And uh, we will be going forward with the Tuesday Thursday release schedule. Tuesday will be football, so we'll get back to football, and then Thursday. Uh, we will be moving back to MBA Thursday. Um, and that, that'll be our schedule moving forward, um, unless something crazy happens. But uh, as always, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, yeah, we'll be back Tuesday. So,
1: peace. Take care.